we're live. Hello, hello, hello. This is a bit nuts. I'm outside holding a Sure SM57. It was the 58, sorry. I just got this device today. It's a Zoom F6. A little recording box, a little capture box. Which I got because when I recorded an interview in Crofters a couple of weeks ago, the audio was not very good. So what I would like to do is to start... Hang on, I've got a mic cable here. I need to wrap it over my shoulder. So what I would like to do is to start recording interviews with handheld mics or at the very least with dynamic mics on tabletop stands. I love the idea actually of a handheld mic. It feels much more broadcasty. I don't know what the audio is like because I don't have a a pair of headphones with me to monitor. I should actually have brought some because you can do that. And then I would have looked even more broadcasty. But here I am walking along Glenkiln Farm Track with the dogs on a lead and talking into a Shure SM58 vocal mic, which is the mic that I bought probably over 20 years ago for singing for live. Actually, it was the speakeasies, I think, in Luxembourg City when I used to go out once a month, I think it was, out to Oscars. That was a pub down in the Grund in Luxembourg City, down in the good bit of the town. Oscar Wilde was an Irish bar. And I met so many amazing people in there that I miss. And that was the beginning of my regular live playing. I think my first ever live gig was an open mic at a jam in Atlanta, Georgia. Or near Atlanta. A town called Conyers. Uh, Little Brothers Acoustic Jam, which, incidentally, I've just started writing up on my blog over at Acoustic Guitar I.O. So I'm planning to make a, a repository of content about Little Brothers Acoustic Jam, because it was such an amazing event. And now looking back, historically, nostalgically, you know... I can see the impact that it had on my life at the time, and it was huge. The biggest thing, I think, was was the friendships that were formed there. Friendships that continue to this day. It really was amazing. And when you get guitar players together like that, in a setting where you're looked after amazingly well by the host's little brother and his amazing wife, Kay, the... It's like a little slice of heaven. That's what I would say. So it was the most amazing time. And I, I want to document it. I do have some photographs. It's a strange thing because the first one I went to was in 2004. The very first jam was 2003. I missed that one. But it was a different time. There weren't people walking around with camera phones everywhere and taking pictures of everything. There are a few photos that have come from the earlier jams, but 
nothing like what you would get now. So I put out a call on Facebook to jam attendees, asking them if they would send whatever content they have. Now, I think it was 2006 when I actually shot video, lots of video, and when I got back to Luxembourg, I made a DVD, so this is back when I was, I mean, I'd started video editing, I think, when Freya was born, actually, yeah, that's why I got the camcorder, it was a Sony camcorder, it took many DV tapes, and I got it when Freya was born for the purposes of recording Freya's life. So I started video editing 2004. So it was either five or six, I can't remember which one it was, where I shot the video. But I did make a DVD and I've since lost all the footage in a hard drive crash. And I don't have a copy of the DVD, so I think someone's going to send it to me. I know that little brother's wife has said that little brother was one for recording stuff. I mean, he was more web handy than I was in terms of publishing online in the early 2000s. He was a bit of a pioneer, actually, in those days, starting his own forum. And some of the videos that they made for the digital magazine that they started, Acoustic Player Magazine, the production quality was superb. And it's a shame that that didn't take off because, well, they could have been Peghead Nation or someone like that. But it wasn't to be. I'm not quite sure what happened, but it didn't, it didn't take off. So anyway, yes, I'm going to get content from Little Brother. His wife's going to send me some stuff through the mail, I believe. DVDs and such like. So yeah, look out for some content. I'm going to look forward to putting it all together and making a a repository of of content from the Little Brother Jams. The last one was in 2011. At least I think it was. That was the last one I went to, and it tied in with my 40th birthday. And it was a fantastic time. It was kind of a reunion, because they had had a, hi- a hiatus. In fact, yeah, that was the last one. They had one that I missed, I think, in 2008, because that was when I moved to Aaron and I just couldn't afford the time or the money but I think that that one was actually held at a different venue I don't actually remember the details of that one which isn't surprising because I wasn't there (laughs) so yeah that's a little brother jam how did I get onto that that wasn't where I was going with this chat it's funny how I start talking and I end up going places that I had no idea I was going to go to. Yeah, walking along. Oh, it was the Shure microphone, wasn't it? My first ever gig, yeah. So, my first gig was at an open mic, Little Brothers Jam, 2004, on my Brooke Bobby guitar. My little travel guitar. That was beautiful. I've sold it now. But it was a lovely little thing. And... Little brother was so taken with it that we clubbed together to buy one for him as a gift. Maybe 2006. I can't remember the years. All this will come out as I start putting together my my blog posts. So at the moment I've blogged 2004 and 5, I think. And yeah, so keep your eyes peeled. But 
I'm learning how to how to use SEO with the structure of my website. So having done lots of courses, read lots of blogs, uh, did a couple of courses on lynda.com, which is now LinkedIn, LinkedIn Learning. So we're looking at WordPress SEO, technical SEO, that sort of thing. And also watching lots of tutorial videos from Hrefs, which is a, a company I had a subscription to. I think I still have one which expires tomorrow, I believe. The 8th, is it the... Well, I think it's the 5th today, so very soon. It was costing a lot of money. It's like... It was $100 a month or something crazy like that. And, you know, that's fine when when you're earning from your your SEO. But I'm not at the moment. So I've used it to the point where I've, I've done site audits on my website, figured out what the reports were telling me that needed to be fixed and how to fix them. And I've done that. So the last audit I did for Acoustic Guitar I.O. came in with a score of 98. So that'll do. So yeah, my first gig. I then went on to to play quite regularly down in Oscars. So that's when I got an ultrasound amp, which I carried back from Little Brothers Jam. I got I got this microphone. I started looking at my pick up the world pick up for the guitar. That was when I first started dealing with David Enke who turned out to let me down with uh, returning products to me and responding to emails. He just went cold on me, so I'm basically not using Pick Up The World gear anymore. I'm using LR bags. I actually have an Anthem pickup in my main gigging guitar, and I really like it. It's trouble-free, whereas the Pick Up The World was troublesome, trouble-full, more like. So, yeah. And ever since then I've been playing gigs and this microphone has been with me all through all of those gigs. And now here it is, out with me on the farm track as I walk the dogs. So, the device that I've got, let me tell you about it. Last week I was editing the interview for Crofters, which I had recorded on a different Zoom device, the Zoom VRH3, I think it's called, which is an ambisonic device. It's not really de- designed for interviews. It's a VR recorder, so it's got four built-in mics that pick up sound from four different directions. But, you know, I had it sitting on a tabletop and it was recording three people who were, you know, not right up on the mic. And so there's loads of room noise. and So as I was editing, I, I did a Google search for portable... Port, what did I put in? Portable digital recorder. So, no, portable multi-track recorder. And the Zoom came up. I found some really good YouTube videos that talked through the specs and compared it with some of the sound devices gear, such as the Mix Pre... And the Zoom device is much cheaper than the sound devices. And it does a thing where if you have multiple people talking into a mic, 
on in an interview situation, it auto mixes. So the result would be something that I wouldn't really have to do much with. Now, I have been doing interviews with lapel mics that are plugged into the Tascam DR10L, tiny little recording devices that take many micro SD cards and then you just put the lav mic on your on your collar. But they are omni mics and I end up having to mix because they pick up some spill from the people around as they're talking. So you know, you end up with a kind of echo. So you have to mix it a little bit and it's it's a lot of work. So I'm hoping that this new Zoom device will take away that necessity where it will auto-mix on the fly. I think it auto-gates the mics that are not hot. So it should work a treat. I'm really hopeful. I'm looking forward to trying it out. But this is my first trial out and about, which is my favourite thing to do, is walk along the farm track, do a bit of chatting. So that's what I'm doing now. So I'll be interested to see how it works out. One of the other really cool features of this device is that if you record with 32-bit float, you can actually recover clipped audio and you can boost audio that's barely audible without raising the floor noise. So it's really a powerful and useful device. I wonder how it will pick up the barking dog, given the dynamicness of this mic and the rejection from from the other end. I'll just point the bottom of the mic at the barking dog as I walk past. <laughs> Stop barking. Be interesting to to hear how or whether that got picked up. And luckily, there's no wind because if there were wind, this mic would not really be ideal for what I'm doing so there's that so I wish I won't be able to do that outdoors until I either get a windsock for this mic or get get a different mic because I'm not sure this is a great microphone for voice outdoors or indoors for that matter but it'll do so the plan is to use this and to use my Red 5 audio mics which I have three or four of, I can't even remember how many there are, but crofters have some too, so it would even mean that I wouldn't have to carry XLR cables and microphones with me to crofters if they haven't cleared the stuff out, because they're not doing music anymore, so it's entirely possible that they have cleared the stuff out, but I wouldn't think so. Anyway, that's me for tonight. So all I'm going to do is just switch off the mic, put it back in the bag, leave the recorder running because I'm near the house anyway. So thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you all again very soon. Bye for now. (laughs) 